Hello and welcome back to the Fins Nation UK podcast as we preview the Week 11 clash with the Las Vegas Raiders. I am, as ever, your host, Andy Davis, and with me, I've got a returning guest. Back with me today is Dolphins fan Robert Ashton. Robert, how have you been? Oh, been great, mate. I'd uh, been over to Frankfurt, had a whale for the time, met a lot of good people, uh, enjoyed my first ever live, in-person NFL game, despite the result, which uh, I think we, we, we should have had that one. We could have had that one, but hey, all improvements all the way through. Yeah, I mean, we spoke to um, previous guests about this, but um, Simon Clancy, but for you, how was your experience in Frankfurt? Because we had the the fan perspective from Simon in terms of the from the media side of things. He was in the media credentials, but but in terms of as a as a normal normal fan going to the game, just how was your experience? Um, just watching that game and the Frankfurt experience. And you, you mentioned it's your first ever NFL game. So how was just that experience? Seeing the Dolphins for the first time and just watching watching that game in Germany, being what a two hour flight away rather than the five, six hours you have to go through to go to America at the very minimum? Well, it was, uh, it was definitely an experience. They certainly know how to put a show on. It was well organised. Um, loved the meeting up with Dolphin fans from around the world, really, in the Louisiana bar, which was the, the Dolphins bar in Frankfurt. Um, met Matt Moore, uh, got my picture, got onto the Miami Dolphins official Instagram page as well. Uh, won a scarf on the spinning wheel in the Louisiana. The actual game itself was 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 just awesome. It's it's weird to think that you know it it goes on for sort of like three hours, but it it was just gone in a flash. Really, mm. uh, just really enjoyed the experience, and so I'm scrimping and saving to uh, get over to the states to see the real deal. Yeah, I mean um, that's something I'll say to everyone that. I mean, I've not been to a Germany game yet, um, and I've been told they're the better than London. But for those, you know, for those who are listening to this podcast who have been to just London games, I will say categorically, it's way, way better when it's in America because it's great. It is that every fan base goes to these games. When you go to these games in America, nine times out of ten, it's pretty much ninety-five percent the fans of the teams playing, which makes it amazing atmosphere. And obviously, some better than others, but you know, it's. Um, it's definitely worth it, and you know it's, it's expensive. So I'm, I'm I'm granted to people, obviously, not always be able to go over there. But if you if you can, if you've got the time and the money. Um, I say do it because even though I don't think when I was there, certainly Hard Rock was the best atmosphere in the world. Um, I've, I've been to way better stadiums in terms of atmosphere, but to see your own team play in your home crowd, stadium that you've watched a team for many years, it's something I'd recommend. So um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm speaking actually of um, of watching the Dolphins. We're having an event at Fins Nation on Black Friday. So that is going to be next Friday. Um, so the 24th of November for our 8 p.m. game against the New York Jets. It's going to be in Clubhouse 5 in Leicester Square in London. Uh, for more details, do go on the website uh, on the Fins Nation page on Facebook or on Twitter to find more details. And if not, just contact Wayne Collard or Martin Eden and they'll be able to um, guide you where to go. So it should be. Uh, an amazing event, obviously, in association with Elite Sports Travel. Um, so if you are, you know, close enough to London to have to go to this event, I would recommend it because it should be a really good turnout in what should be, um, hopefully, the Dolphins win. And that's what we're also hoping for in this game as the Dolphins take on the Jets um, in, after a bye week. 
after our own bye weeks, apologies for lack of content recently. Um, we haven't had anything since we reviewed the Chiefs' loss. So apologies for lack of content. But we are back now for the rest of the season down the stretch. Hopefully, Nesson English will be wrong for the playoffs as well uh, as we look forward to another great Dolphins season. Um, but yeah, we had our bye week. Um, and we are back now against the Las Vegas Raiders. It is a 1 p.m. Eastern kickoff, which is 6 p.m. in the UK. Um, I'm just going to quickly go through the injury reports of both teams. So the Raiders, who had the luxury of watching last week against the Jets, funny enough, um, Max Crosby, their best player by mile, he is um, down on Friday as limited practice with a knee injury. He'd be a massive loss if he, and a gain for us if he was to um, be out. Other players include Divine Diablo, Adam Butler, Curtis Bolton, Nate Hobbs, Marcus Peters, amongst many others. And for the Dolphins, um, Braxton Berrios, our wide receiver, is currently down with a hamstring injury. He's down as questionable, as is other players such as um, Alec Ingold, as well as Durham Smythe and Devon A-Chain, who was back, I hope he's back after a long time out, but he is one of our most crucial players when he's healthy. Uh, other players on the list include Teron Armstead, Raheem Mostert, Javon Hollard, Jaden Phillips, Tyree Kill, Ali Kingold and Chase Claypool, uh, all down as either did not practice or limited practice. So, um, yeah. And I think, actually, um, Chase Claypool and Robert Hunter down is out for the game. So they, and also... Uh, Rob Jones, so a couple of linemen there. But for you, Robert, in terms of the game itself, just how confident are you of the win, not of a win, not only because of the fact that how bad the Raiders have been this year, but also the fact that we've had a bye week? Well, the bye week has really set us up, hasn't it? Let's let's face it, what was it? Six out of the seven games went really in our favour and we, we didn't even touch a ball. So looking at the, the Raiders, looking at the way they play, virtually every department I think we should have them beat. Everything on paper points to, to the win. But how could there be anything more Dolphins than to screw this game up, really? <laughs> you, you couldn't get anything more Dolphins than that, could oh, you, really? Make, make, why, you know, why take the easy route? Why, why do what exactly you're supposed to do and, and beat the teams you're supposed to play when you can make it really hard for yourself? Yeah, I, I think it's... Um, I mean, this season, the trend has been to beat the good team, sorry, to beat up the bad teams and lose to the good team. So maybe this year's different, but in years gone by, there's been these horrible trends. I mean, I remember the Broncos game... Uh, with the 2020 season where we were on an amazing run of form and then that game just completely killed the momentum. Um, and yeah, I think that it's been a brilliant weekend for us in terms of our bye week because the Bills, Jets and Patriots all lost. Um, and now it means that it's a good sort of um, period for us in terms of the AFC, uh, AFC East. Just going to quick get up the standings. Um, it's been a great weekend. So we are currently... Six and three with the Bills, five and five, Jets four and five, Patriots two and eight. So that means we are already, after having bye week last week, we are now two losses ahead of the Bills. So we'll need the Bills to win two games. And if we can beat them on week 18, that will remove the whole head to head factor. Um, it means that, you know, it's, it's going to be, if we can just avoid that defeat, it'll take a lot for the Bills to, I think, to catch us. I know. Their schedules, while well, was particularly hard, you know, look at their 
they've got Jets coming up on the weekend, which you know isn't an easy game. The Jets defense alone can win in games. It's one of the best in the league. Then they've got the Eagles and Chiefs in back-to-back weeks. Two teams that both made the Super Bowl last year. Then you've got the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. And the Patriots beat them. And um, the Chargers are inconsistent, but they've got a great offense there. And obviously, we've been as good as we have been. And by that time, we may not need to beat them. Maybe already done. But in terms of that, just how confident are you now of us actually winning the AFC East? I'm very confident to be fair. Even if you, because we've not we've not been the Dolphins of past. We have beaten the teams that we should beat. But even when you take into account the games against what are considered to be the the, the sort of top teams, yeah, the Bills clean us out. Can't argue with that. Can't sort of put any positive spin on it. But against the Eagles, took a step forward and improved. What I saw against the the Chiefs in Frankfurt again stepped forward, improved. So we're on a, an upward sort of uh, curve when it comes to playing the top teams, and hopefully that peaks with us going all the way to the Super Bowl. So yeah, Raiders tomorrow, do the job. No stupid mistakes, no stupid penalties, no stupid delays of games. Get the calls, and you know, from Mike McDaniel down. If everybody just does their job, we're sorted. The Jets, I would expect us, or I can see us, beating them in both games. Yes, their defence is good, but I think our offence is better. And I don't think um, they can offer anything offensively that should sort of cause us a massive uh, amount of trouble. Dallas, if we were playing them at home, if we were playing them in Dallas, the Cowboys, yeah, we'd have an issue. But the Cowboys don't perform well away from home. So I could see us if even if we didn't beat the Cowboys, it would be a very, very close game. And the Bills just seem to be in a total, complete downward spiral. Don't know what I mean. I know they've had some injuries to key players and stuff like that, but we had injuries to key players last season, and we've had injuries across the whole offensive line and, and the defense in the first half of the season, but we've seem to have fixed to a large degree the, the depth problems we've had. There's still issues, but there's, there's players that come in and do the job when they need to do the job. So, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's definitely not smooth sailing, but the, the opportunity is there between now and the end of the season for us to nail this. really is. Yeah, I'd agree. And I think that the fire of Ken Dorsey may get the Bills a lift and it, it may change the whole scheme and we may see the old Josh Allen come back, but be five and five uh, um, out of the playoffs as it stands in the playoff picture, it's not at all what anyone thought. I know, I think Jason Bell predicted that they wouldn't make the playoffs and I think there's a few people that had this, but that was more like a, your sort of hot take for the season. It, it wasn't sort of a, a general consensus and I think for us, you know, I've never, we last won the AFC since 2008 and I wasn't even a Dolphins fan at that point. Um, so I've never seen it in my lifetime and even those who were around at that point, it's not been many times really since Dan Marino retired so the opportunity and without Bill's schedule it's going to be a great chance for us to do this but we have to win these games I think um, you know trap games are there and they happen to every team um, and I'm looking at the current defensive stats and the, the, the Raiders are actually 10th in the league when it comes to um, passing yards allowed only 19 to have allowed less yards when it comes to passing than the Raiders. And I think a big part of that is crossly. So hopefully 
if he is, he hopefully he doesn't play, and if he does play, hopefully he's not the same guy because having seen him a few times now play live, this guy, this guy's been one of the best defensive players the whole season. He's one of the top sack makers this year. Um, he's he's, he's, he's there. He's there one shining light on that defense, and I think that that's a big way for me. But we have some solace the fact that they have Cody looking at the stats. The in terms of their running yards allowed this year. They've only allowed they've allowed 1,356 rushing yards, 135.6 per game. That is the third worst in the league. Only the Broncos and Bengals have got a worst record. We all know what happened to the Broncos when they played us. Uh four touchdowns on the run in the running game alone. Um so for that, it has to bring us a confidence that even if Hill and Waddle uh, don't have the impact we 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 like, then you know that even if it's it's just most at all Jeff Wilson. I think we're primed for a very, very good game on the on the ground. And I think that that could be our way of winning the game. I think it's through if he is healthy, most if he is healthy, a chain. But I think Jeff Wilson, I think if those two, I think they're both questionable. I think that means, I think for me, Wilson, he's primed for a potentially a great game on Sunday. I think um, Tyreek Hill is definitely going to have uh, a bit of a point to prove this week. After the sort of the drops uh, against the Chiefs, that will have particularly hurt. I think so. I think he he'll have a, a a bit of a maybe not a chip on his shoulder, but he'll he'll want to sort of put some things to bed and put things some things right there. Um, a Chan, I can see him playing, even if it's just for uh, a limited number of snaps. I can see him making an appearance or at least dressing for the game. Uh, but it's one of those. Do you play him and let him knock off any rust he might have accrued and, and and get him back up to game speed? Or do you save him for another week and unleash him against the Jets? That's a, a sort of a toss-up. That's a depends on what they've seen in uh, in practice, really, and how, how fit and well and up to speed he feels. If he does play... I think they'll absolutely blow the Raiders out of the water. They won't be able to cope. Crosby is the fly in the ointment, if you like, because I think we're missing what well, we've got Cotton and Eichenberg playing. Is it left guard, left tackle, or right guard, right tackle? They're they're both I think they're both gonna play, or they're both been been named as starters, which Eichenberg stepped his game up in the last few weeks. You know, he's, he's not been terrible. Uh, Cotton, not so sure about. But uh, that is one of the issues that I see us having. We still don't have a settled O-line. There's been an awful lot of changes through injury and, and one thing and another. But uh should still have enough to beat the, beat the Raiders. We should have enough to beat them. It's just a case of everybody, like I said before, everybody from Mike McDaniel down, no mistakes, nothing stupid. Do your job. Hit your gaps, hit your targets, and it'll take care of itself. Yeah, I couldn't be more because he's the only real, I think, danger on that defensive side of the ball for the Raiders. Certainly in terms of getting the quarterback, I think he's the one guy. And I think in terms of protecting to his blind side, he's been massive whoever is playing that role. Um, you know, I think it's it's a big ask because I think he'll win a lot of the trenches matchups. But I think even with that, I've seen on the other side of the ball, I've seen Aiden O'Connell play 
both on TV and in person, and he's nothing special. He really isn't. And I think that whilst they have Cosby, we have Jaden Phillips, we have Christian Wilkins, we have Bradley Chubb, we have Arnold, that's not even talking about Jaden Ramsey and Xavier Howard in the backfield, particularly Jaden Ramsey. Um, so I think that even if Max Hotley does have our number and to his number, I guess maybe three or four sacks, I have every faith that our defensive line can get to Adrian Connell as many times. I think that's something that I don't think is talked about enough. I think we've got the most pressures in the league, certainly was before the Chiefs game. So we know how to get to the quarterback. It's not a great offensive line there end either. So I think in terms of that, I think, you know, Devontae Adams hasn't been the same this year. He hasn't been getting the same amount of targets. He's shown frustration. He's not happy there. I don't think he'll I don't think he'll be at his best unless I know he actually was pretty good actually against the uh Jets. So maybe he will be, I don't know. But um I just don't think Pose is enough there personally to, to worry us. And I think that No, I think Adams um Ramsey will have him in his pocket the whole game. I, I don't think that's that's the one sort of outlet for uh, for the Raiders. If if he wants to pass the ball, O'Connell goes to Adams a lot of the time. And if you take that away, then they're going to start running it. And then all you've got to do is really stop Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that as well on our side of the ball, I think if you if you know what side Crosby's on and you say, if you want to go down the route of maybe like a, Jet sweep was Tyree Kill like we like like we like to do sometimes. I think you can off you can obviously move Tyree Kill based on where or, or Jalen Waddle, whoever's doing it, on the on the other side of, of Max Crosby or the side that wouldn't wouldn't be affected by him. So I think I think you know that's come when when you've got two great edge rushers and that comes over an issue. But if you've got this one main star and one who's not as good, that can really mean we can retarget really that one side. And I think that whether that's Physical throws down to Tyree Kill, whether that's, you know, 20 yard throws to Jalen Waddle and he'll get the yards out to coach. I don't think they've got anything in the linebacker position or secondary to, to, to concern us on that side of the ball as well. So I think overall it is one of our easier games on paper. Now, you know, there's no easy game in the NFL. Even the Broncos well, game. Last game week was... proved that there was no easy games in the NFL, yeah. in the NFL didn't exactly. it? Exactly. And I think that. We have to be aware that we maybe you know like the Bills were early this year, like the Chiefs have been against Broncos. These trap games happen, and I, I think we have to we can't be completely complacent because I think that's when our problems arise. Um, but I think certainly against a team like we proved it against a team that is you know below five hundred, we've excelled against all of them. You know, mm-hmm. multiple points against the Panthers, the Giants. You know, thirty odd points against the Chargers. You know, and I think our team is just. I think this is especially after bye week as well, and the Jets playing. On Sunday night football, um, I think we are, you know, we're primed for win, and I, and I think with a chain as well, I do think that maybe maybe not on limited count, and then I think then especially with you know a shorter week heading to the Jets game, I do think that, um, yeah, I, I think it could be maybe for one game Jeff Wilson as a lead back, or and having, having then having most of it and a chain maybe on limited on limited count and just. Maybe even save them for the third and fourth quarter, you know, whether that's, if we need them or whether that's just to get them some sort of some sort of snaps in their in their system. But yeah, I think overall it should be, you know, you would think, provided everything goes to plan, a fairly comfortable win. I'd say personally, I, I don't see any reason why we can't um do it. And I think that the bye week from modern to bye week's probably come at a perfect time, you know, mm-hmm. having lost to the Eagles, having lost to the Chiefs, and having that win in the Patriots in between that, I think. After losing to Chiefs and you know, having a probably Tyree Kill's worst game, maybe in his career, sitting as a Dolphin, 
Um, I think it's good for everyone to regroup, have a week off, especially after traveling to Germany as well, and, and get used to that time zone again back to the time zone in America. I think it comes at the perfect time, and I think we hopefully should be in for a win. And I think this is the perfect time to give our predictions for the game. Um, so I'll go to you first, Robert. What is your winner and score prediction going to be? Right. Uh, one final thing that's in the Dolphins' favour is I'm going to temporarily retire my Andrew Van Ginkle jersey. Okay. I went to watch Dolphins' Bills with some friends at the Hippodrome in London, lost. Wore it at the Frankfurt game, lost. I'm not wearing it this week until I can get it sort of exercised or blessed or something because obviously there's something not right with that jersey. So, uh, Dolphins win, and I will say 40, 41, 17. I like that. I like that prediction. Um, and I know you mean there's some things that, you know, I've the running joke has been with Finns Nation that I, I'm a curse at live games. I mean, I've, I've worn Kisiki jerseys, I've worn Dan Marino jerseys, I've worn... Um, you know, I even worn a Miami Mike t-shirt and that didn't seem to work. So, yeah, I, I think that if you find any way to help make sure they win, I'd say do it. And hopefully it comes, you know, not only for this game, but also the watch party, whether you're going to the London one or not. I think, um, yeah, you know, I think you've got to be wary of that. But, yeah, I think Dolphins win as well. Um, I'm going to go for... Uh, what am I going to go for score? I've not actually thought about it. I've, I've not thought of it yet, actually. I've been very much keeping it very much to the side. The Dolphins win for me. I think that's something I can say with confidence. Now, score-wise, I'm going to go... Hmm. You know what? I'm going to be bold here. 50 points to 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling confident. I'm not normally the, the most confident of, of sports fans in both sports I follow. Three sports, if you include my... My semi-interest in uh, Everton Oilers, but um, yeah, very much keep my fandom to very pessimistic level. But I think in this one, it's got to be a win. It's got to be a win. I yeah. can't think of any, any other resolution. Um, I think, you know, I probably would prove wrong in terms of the scoreline, but I'll be shocked if we lose this game. I really will be. Um, apologies to everyone listening if we do lose this game. Uh, but yeah, it should be a cracking, cracking, cracking win for us. And what should be making us 7-3, and three, which will be... Uh, we are fourth seed at the moment in the playoff. In obviously, we're topping the AFC East, top of the fourth when it comes to the playoff picture. I'm just going to quickly look up the rest of it. it. Seems like we could even potentially go second and third in the AFC rankings, just seeing how other uh, results go. So, Chiefs obviously lead the way, and they'd obviously be top of us regardless because of the head to head they had with us. But the Jags can lead the AFC South, um, and they are currently six and three. Uh, Ravens are currently eight and three, so they'll be hard to catch in terms of second. But the Jaguars play the Titans, and their point will beat the Titans. But the Titans have got this trend that they could just could just beat the Jags, and Jags have lost in recent times, and there's that concern going around that the bye week came at the worst time possible for them. So. Yeah, most likely we'll stay in fourth, but you never know. The Jags could lose the Titans. We could, with a win against Raiders, make it into third, which would be you know, a great step towards um, towards it. And right now, of course, we are fourth. Uh, the fifth seed is Steelers. Um, obviously, if they came to that in the playoffs, Robert, um, are you confident beating the Steelers when it comes to the, if we were to play them in the wild card round? I think that would be the ideal. 
if 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 that came about, yeah, I'll take the Steelers all day long. Uh, some of the other teams we could possibly face, depending where we end up, you could go, yeah, but the Steelers, I'd, yeah, that would be a, as near to a gimme as I could possibly think. Yeah, I mean, I think Bengals sneaking with Jake Browning, their quarterback over Joe Burrow, I think that would be the biggest gimme, but I don't see them being as high enough as the fifth seed. Uh, Browns in the sixth seed, I mean, they've got a great... Browns' defence is is, yeah. is solid, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. they don't I, score many, so you, you'd probably still win that one, but you know you'd be in a game when you've been up against that Browns' defence. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we'd have a massive issue. I think the Jets game is a big indication of how we do against the Browns if we were to face them because like the Jets the Browns can have a mediocre quarterback uh, with a great defence uh, and a great run game so I think if we can beat the Jets I think that's a good sign we can beat the Browns if the Jets do beat us with Zach Wilson's their quarterback I think that would be concerning for that game I think the Texans they're currently seventh seed only one win behind the Steelers uh, I think they've got a great quarterback TJ Stroud but they haven't got a great defence I think that could be our way to win it I think it would be with that one, maybe like a Chargers game in week one in terms of just two great offences with two defence driven. I think that, you know, if Stroud does have a great game, I can see our offence having a great game against their Texas defence. And I think we'll beat the Colts. I think the Raiders are only, um, they only a win off the, um, off the off the Steelers. So I think Darren was a shout. And I think I mentioned the Bills, I think they be a tough game because I think they seem to have our number. And the Chargers, they've already beaten them this year. So, um, yeah, I think really the only teams I really worry about playing right now would be would, would be the Steelers, if I'm honest, uh, because of I think Pickett and Pickens is a great duo. Jalen Warren and Digi Harris Warren's been brilliant this year, and our active troublers, and then TJ Watt on my defense is brilliant. And I think you know certainly wouldn't want to face the Ravens, Chiefs, or Jags right now. So um, no. yeah, I think um, there's definitely hope. My end, I think a lot of Dolphin fans are saying this as well. A lot of hope of actually breaking that long drought of um, not winning a playoff game. We haven't done it since the 2000 season. Only the Lions have had a long streak there. I think they are likely to, to end that drought this year. So, But the history is repeating itself because the Lions are playing well as well. Yeah, so exactly. great. It, it's almost like uh, we've come full circle. So, you know, it, it's all looking good. Yeah, and the best thing is the Patriots are 2-8, and eight, which is, um, I think, something that... Not just it's what they deserve. They don't, they don't. They don't deserve the two, to be fair. But you know, it's what they deserve. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that all, not just AFC fans, but just NFL fans, can rejoice in the fact that we're now seeing the Patriots be terrible. And I think that it's um, it's a great thing for the league. I think it's nice to see someone else. You know, I know the Chiefs obviously are probably the new the new Patriots. But I think that it's you know, it's great seeing them back to their old um old selves. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely. Great stuff. But that, no, I've, got a joke, I've got a joke for you, actually, that I heard somewhere. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Tell me how many Raiders does it take to change a light bulb? How many Raiders? Yeah. Change a light bulb? Uh, I have no idea. None. They're happy to live in Pat Mahomes' shadow. <laughs> Love that. That's brilliant. Um, I'm going to say that to my, because my brother's a Raiders fan, so I'm going to... Send that joke on to him. Uh, I, that's amazing. That, that's, that's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is a great way to end the podcast. Uh, some Patriots and Raiders slander. Um, thank you, Robert, for coming on. Thank you for having me.
And uh, thank you for having me for a second time. It means I wasn't too much of a fool the first time. <laughs> no, and definitely a third one coming in the works in the future. Um, and yeah, um, that is where we'll end the podcast. So first of all, huge thank you to Jeff Granger for the theme tune to this podcast. Thank you to Wayne Card once again for the podcast graphic. And don't forget, as I said in the start, if you wanted to watch the Dolphins in person with those Dolphins fans, make sure to come down to Leicester Square on Black Friday next Friday as we take on the Jets in a watch party. In the meantime, this has been the Fins Nation UK podcast. I've been, as ever, your host, Andy Davis. This has been Robert Ashton, and we will see you guys for our next episode. Good luck, guys.